0: Sometimes I feel pretty bad for the people who meet Jesus in the gospel, because they usually come up to him and try to say something nice and short, and they go about their business. But Christ always seems to follow up with something that they weren't looking for, and that's what happens today. The man sits down at the table with Jesus and says very simply, blessed is the one who will dine in the kingdom of God. And it's a true statement. All those people who enjoy the banquet of heaven are blessed, but Christ doesn't just agree. He has to tell him a story. The man has a bit off more than he could chew. But it's a simple story. You have a man who is basically inviting everyone to his house. But all the people he invites come up with different excuses. Oh, I just purchased a field. I need to go see what it looks like. Oh, I just bought all these animals. I need to see what they look like. Oh, I just got married and my wife won't let me go. I think the last one troubled me more realistic. The point is, the story is not too far beyond where we are. It's so easy for us to find excuses to not do something for the Lord, to produce some mediocre excuse to avoid it. I can't go to Mass because I went to bed late the night before, or because there's this game on the television, and so on. I can't volunteer to help with that because I have to go to the store, or I have to meet this person at that same time. I'm just too busy. I can't do that. So how does the man in the parable respond? Go out quickly into the streets and the alleys of the town and bring in here the poor and the crippled, the blind and the lame. The Lord is going to fill his banquet, whether we choose to accept the invitation or not. And that's what happened in Scripture. The Hebrews were given so many opportunities in the Old Testament to do things God's way. And eventually he just stepped in and decided to bring the Gentiles, the non-Jews, into the picture as well. And that's what the parable really is about. Our Lord is speaking about how the Jews for years were given the chance in the Old Covenant, the Old Testament, to accept the invitation to love him, but they continually refused. So to fill his banquet, he reached out to us, Gentiles, the non-Jews, people who weren't born as Jews, to be part of that picture as well. But that's what's going to happen to us if we keep waiting around and trying to do things God's way. God's will isn't waiting for us. Our time here is limited, so we have to get serious about our faith, get serious about growing in holiness, and it's going to take actual effort. It isn't just going to happen by coming to church. G.K. Chesterton said, Just going to church doesn't make you a Christian any more than standing in a garage makes you a car. Yet so many Christians today seem to think that being a Christian is just associated with going to church or reading some devotional book in the morning. But it's a lot more than that. To truly commit yourself to the faith requires a daily change. It affects things such as the way people should vote today, today's election day, or how they plan their vacations so as to not miss feast days, or what sort of movies they go to see. From the outside, it may seem like a burden, but when you truly allow the faith to alter your life, the other pieces begin to fall into place. All these small efforts can begin today with your retreat.